There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Shindon, motherfuckers, and welcome yeah. to oh, a Sopranos podcast. We back. We back. The, back. the boys you love to love. <laughs> Once again, my name is Joe Spellman, and this is Vic the Appraiser. And this is fucking Brainless the Second. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, like, um, uh, Vic the Accountant. <laughs> uh, no. And we we are talking uh, episode four, season four, episode 11, Calling All Cars, Calling All Cars. Calling All Cars. I didn't forget that one. I mean, it's hard. It's an easy episode to the title to remember. Yeah, it's it's yeah. They. I like what. I like when they. Yeah, I like when they say the episode title. Yeah, makes things easier. Yeah, that's the level we're at on this podcast. When they're like, "Yeah, down neck." (laughs) Yeah, that was great. I remember that. Yeah, you said, "Yeah, down neck." Yeah, down neck. It's like, oh wow, that's the episode. Uh, all right, fast forward thirty seconds. Oh, listeners okay. um should we just dive right in do you guys want to catch yeah. up how are you you guys doing well doing, and doing i was saying before we started it feels like we haven't done this in weeks but we just just had a week off just said yeah week off. you know why i think it's because we're vaxxed we're doing more shit and we're just fitting more stuff in in between episodes so it feels like you know life is happening it's when the true. microphones ba- are off i'm back banging all my gumars i'm uh <laughs> you know we, we made uh Great batch of uh, of gumbo together, the three of us. Did. I got hey, hammered. Hey, hey how, do you, how, yep. do you, how, how do you how do you how do you spell Gumar? G O O M A R, right? You know, it's it's, it's technically Guma. Well, not technically. Oh, technically, which, it's Komar, which, I think, or something like yes, that. Which is like, right, yes, right, which right, I, right. I didn't realize that that it was like C U M A R E or something. It's like, do you really want to spell out? Capicola? No, I know, I know, but Gabagool. I, I know, but I still was like, it's I like just didn't realize Gumba, like, the too. spelling. Is I, didn't, I didn't realize the right. spelling of it, and it's because I had the subtitles on because I was listening to what Bobby says in the um, when they're eating at the mall, 
um i wanted to hear like a specific thing he said but we can get into it as we'll, we, get, we'll get into that as yeah. we go oh, into I, it i thought you were gonna say you wanted to hear like that shit that tony always says in melfi's office like uh, when the firmer fan up in the Ramish stand, like Hoxagogan no, and Hoxagogan. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no, I heard that no. loud and clear. I did not need subtitles for that. I know. Although somebody on about. on Sopranos Reddit was complaining that the like Amazon Prime or whatever uh, captioner got it wrong. They spelt it like Hoxagogan or something. They're like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, oh, anyway. Okay, that, sure. that did not make it into fucking internet this week. So I thought, uh, what a bummer. Well. Technically, it kind of did. So, anyway. <laughs> yes, yeah. So. Uh, by the way, listeners, if you have any questions, comments, anything you want to talk about, you want to hear us talk about, address things we haven't, things we maybe already have, you want us to, you know, you have a new point of view, you want us to talk about it, hit us up on our socials. We're, we're, we will talk about it on an episode, if not immediately uh, in one of our mailbag episodes. So, yes. go for it. Go. Uh, let's, let's dive right in. This episode, written by David Chase, Green, Burgess. Fleabot, which is yeah. a one-off. Don't know Fleabot. Um, additional story by Terrence Winter, directed by Tim Van Patten, and originally aired November 24th, 2002. Great time. Um, for those of you who don't remember, there's it's not a lot of headlines. I mean, there's headlines, but like the episode doesn't really like... These aren't what the episode is going to be remembered for. Tensions escalate between Jersey and New York over the HUD scam. Uh, Janice finally gets Bobby to eat Karen's last ZD through some shitty, shitty uh, manipulative schemes. Uh, a judge rules that Uncle Junior is mentally fit to stand trial, which is big, but it's sort of like glossed over this episode. And uh, and Tony and Dr. Melfi part ways once again, which is also sort of a little bit anticlimactic. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, this is the last we ever see Melfi. <laughs> yeah, never to be seen again. Kind of, uh, yeah, kind of a weird way to just end it with her right uh, mm. for the rest of the series but hey you know david chase i assume has his he has you know he has his reasons so. yeah i mean yeah. there's actually one thing uh first appearance of little carmine aka brainless the second uh which great, for, fan, fan great first appearance yeah great oh my god <laughs> uh but it's funny because like the soprano sessions guys describe this episode as as almost designed to frustrate because like it's sort of it's it's three episodes before the end of the season we just had we're just coming off whoever did this the strong silent type both huge episodes uh with classic sopranos moments and scenes very memorable uh, escalating things and then this is sort of like i don't know what do you guys think do you, did you how do you guys feel about this episode overall i mean i i like the episode i i especially love Steve Sherpa in this episode. I think he's mm. so fucking good. Mm. And the 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 ZD thing is like heart. It, it's like heartbreaking to me. And yeah. and, and and the kids are great too. Like his kids, <laughs> yeah, the kids are great. Are great. Like kids. I, I love like before like Bobby Junior gets too big like on the show like too old. Yeah. Like he's so cute. <laughs> yeah. 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 What do you think, Spells? Mm, I mean, I would agree. I mean, you know, like uh, I thought that, you know, it's definitely just like, you know, obviously paying more attention to Bobby and um, Janice yes, and their yeah. relationship. <clears throat> and, um, you know, a monster. Uh, what a monster. And um, Gandolfini and uh, Lorraine Bracco, like they're they're They have a lot more scenes in here and they're, you know, his his uh, decision to like sort of leave therapy is, you know, that is given more weight and 
I think it's just like sort of necessary. Um, you know, yeah. maybe it doesn't like advance the overall story as much, but definitely like, you know, delves more into the characters, which is, you know, what we have in the, in, in, um, the, you know, Sopranos started doing that shit and we have it in other, other, um, episodic series like, uh, like this so yeah for sure you know i'm i'm okay with it yeah i mean yeah i mean i guess really nothing happens that much i mean there, there's there's a little there's a little about the uh whole you know back and forth of course but between new york and new jersey and um yeah and that stuff Paulie, that's Paulie just dragged with out a little bit more all yeah. yeah. with john behind his back and all that you know i think it may then, have been like a frustrating episode for fans just because janice is not a fan favorite um <laughs> Dream and also stuff. like the dream stuff like it yeah. starts and ends basically with with dreams yeah. um so uh, let's let's get into that let's talk about we'll we'll go by character again um and we'll we'll focus on tony first just let it out goalie so obviously you know what the fucking thing means <laughs> can't you just fucking tell me uh, uh yeah so let's let's talk about this dream that the episode opens with he's riding in the back of his dad's old cadillac we got tears of clown playing classic yep Probably a probably a reference to Tony's sad clown uh, yeah. illusion. You think? Uh, yeah, fuck you. All right. Yeah, you fucking explain it. You you yeah, real subtle. Know. Yeah, yeah. Great, uh, great, uh, fucking internet. Uh, great research. When we come back, what have you been doing yeah, yeah. the past two weeks? Huh? Checking yeah, yourself nice. off with the max. <laughs> I quit the pod. I'm out. Um, uh, yeah, this is it, it's a symptom of the Johnson and Johnson. That's what I hear. Okay. Fuck you. No, uh, when I I will say like to preface this, when I think of like Sopranos dream sequence, I immediately think of this scene. Like I, really? I think about uh, obviously, you know, not test dream. Test, obviously, <laughs> test dream is an entire episode of it, and like you know, especially like, like Car- Carmine and Carmine like like in the bed with him, and you know, <laughs> yeah. but like right. I I feel like I I always like innately think of the shot of the back of um joey pants's head yeah yeah, the yeah. Car, yeah being in the car yeah uh obviously we, we, they're in the they're in the car in test dream too like he's in the right car. yeah it's it's a recurring sort of dream um, and, we, and, and and uncle pat's farm like we often see him there you know like uh of course it's like eventually he fucking kills tony b on that porch yeah uh yeah. and 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 we see him uh tony b in the dream there back at uncle pat's farm like uh in the at night in, uh, in the coma Dream. in the coma in the coma yes. dream. yeah 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 well see so that's the thing i mean those are three different locations that they shoot at but but that sort of like looming house and we'll get into it but like oh is that is that not uncle pat's no it's not no oh no fuck. I and some people even said it looks like hesh's house but that uh, is definitely the that's definitely the the porch where he kills tony b no no yes it is no it's not it's not the sure? same. It's not the same. But they're they they look very similar. No, it def- it definitely isn't. There's I, yeah. there's there's something there's something about uh that style of home and the look of that house that David Chase keeps returning to. There's even and I just learned this uh, in the final scene in Holston's. You know, if that house represents some sort of like afterlife or hell or you know the image of Tony's mother and shit, like in Holston's that night, there's like right if you know the shot of the the three of them sitting at the table right on the. Uh, on the wall directly behind them is like a painting of like a house that's sort of similar to this, which I mean, if, if, if your argument is Tony mm-hmm. dies that night, then the house that has represented the yeah, afterlife in the past being on the wall is, is uh, uh, you know, going to bolster your argument a little bit. Uh, yeah. But for this dream, 
with the mm-hmm. butterfly. I mean, it's all pretty. We don't need to get too into it because the butterfly, the caterpillar turning into the butterfly on Ralph's head represents sort of like the chain, the metamorphosis he went through and whoever did this with his son. We started to sympathize with him and see his humanity a little bit. Um, we got Gloria in the car. We got her turning into Svetlana. Uh, and, and Carmela is driving which Melfi seems to take the most interest in, which probably is the most thing relevant to the point we are in the story because we know that Tony and Carmela's split is coming up. Tony's insecure about Carmela becoming more um, independent. She's making choices on her own. She changed her haircut without consulting him last episode or whatever. Stole (laughs) the money out of the bird feeder. Right. Yeah, Yeah. and now she's driving the car. so, I mean, was that yeah. guy, was that your guys' read on that or, or what, what do you think? Yeah. She's like becoming her own woman. Like she doesn't need him as much anymore. Yeah. yeah. Um, He's taking a back seat. Hey, Oh baby. Look at you. That's, that's, that's good. Um, no, but so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what does the caterpillar mean? And the fucking <laughs> butterfly. Um, does Johnny Reaper? not have any take on these? Uh, where's Where's the wet dream? I want to see that. Oh yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah, 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 um, yeah. yeah, yeah. Had Johnny Where, um, I mean, yeah, I don't know. What is that? Like some sort of rebirth or something? Um, yeah, you know, yeah. like uh, yeah, like Ralph. Ralph has been, uh, uh, you know, set free in a way. Right, maybe. right. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the big beef between uh, Tony and New York this episode involves the HUD scheme which uh, has gotten back to Carmine Sr. Th- via Pauly telling Johnny. Uh, Pauly running his mouth has been the problem this whole season. Zellman, uh, Zellman is like shared by New York and New Jersey. So anything that came from him or he's involved in New York feels some like entitlement to, not 50-50, but you know, some entitlement to. Carmine Sr. proposes, what was it, 40%? 40%, yeah. And then after Tony walks out, uh, he, he calls him back and, and proposes five and a half. Which boss do you think is is more right in this situation? Is there uh, is there is like you know? I mean, like New York should be entitled to some of that money if because it was Zelman that like was at the center of this, mm-hmm. and Tony fucked up by already folding and giving some of the money from the other property. So it's like you've already set, set the precedent, uh, yeah. the precedent. So, it's def- you know, I mean, like yeah, they, I think that New York has every right to like, feel like they're, they're entitled. I mean, 40%, obviously they just start there just to fuck with him, but yeah, they know he's going to come down from that, but going from 40% to five and a half percent is insane. Like, but it's almost purposely see, insulting, but you see John, like, but you see John, like, is like, like, I, like, I feel like if it was like, so over the top insulting, John would have just said, like, fuck off. But he actually, he asks Carmine. True, true. Yeah. Spells, were you going to say something? Um, you know, I mean, what has Zellman really done for New York? You know, he's done a lot of stuff for... for well, the uh, Esplanade. The Esplanade. The Esplanade, That's, sure. You know, which is like um, millions and millions and millions of dollars for everybody. Yeah. But with um, the, the HUD, the HUD scam, he was, he was just one kind of cog in the machine there. Yeah. Not it was even mostly, the part. it was mostly a lot also, of to- Tony doing and Tony yeah. and it fell onto his lap. Obviously, If only Tony could actually reveal, like, obviously he doesn't want to throw Carm's uh, cousin under the bus, but if, if, um, if her cut, if, uh, what's his name? I, I, Brian, you don't Brian. Yeah. Uh, if, if he was like not a citizen, I feel like Tony would just be like, 
it was this this guy's thing right yeah you know yeah, he could we say were just that, like yeah. involved in it because it was like his idea but yeah. he can't fucking say that because he's a fucking real person <laughs> right yeah yeah because the, then because then brian camarada might be running away from fucking uh joey peeps like vic the appraiser <laughs> right 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 uh, i'm just the investor i'm just the financial <laughs> advisor <laughs> tony's a great uh, guy um no but yeah, so let's talk about where'd you get that beautiful soup from? <laughs> uh, let's talk about Vic the appraiser, this poor fucking guy. Uh, almost like a Salvitro here before yes. Salvitro's time. Yes. Um, although Vic is in on like the on the on the grift here, right? Like he's right. he's put he's making the phony appraise appraisals, yeah, appraisals. Um, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. but so. He gets beaten up by the New York crew, then later by Vito and uh, an associate. And the fuck that guy is. <laughs> I looked it up because I was like, "What? Who? His name's yeah, Dogsy. His character's name is Dogsy. Dogsy. He's in this episode he... and the next one, Eloise, and that's it. Sure. <laughs> anyway, what do you um, do if you're Vic in this situation? Like, what do you do? You're getting squeezed on both sides. You just I mean, you kick, you kick Dogsy in the nuts. You can take him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on, Doc. Come on. Also, he's just like waiting for Vito to punch him. Like, like <laughs> Vito. He's running away from you. Vito. You can't outrun Vito. Yeah, Vic, my guy. Jesus, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, not not good. Um, can he not just do the appraisals for both families? Like, what? This he's so booked up. Like. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I know, right? It's got to be like the easiest job. You get paid like a fucking buttload to just kind of be like, yeah, this house is worth um, five hundred grand. Right. 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 Uh, and For so, appraisers out there, I fucking <laughs> got you. Yeah. If you're an appraiser, email us at uh, osopranospod at gmail Let us know how authentic this was. Like. Are you really yeah. busy all day or could you potentially yeah. squeeze in, yeah. you know, yeah. numerous appraisals? Both and if you know families. an appraiser, please, please let us know. Please, yeah, you know, ask them. We will have them on the pod. Yes, yeah, we'll have yeah. them on. To review appraising calling, scenes. Calling all appraisers. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so it, obviously- it, is a, it, it is a memorable name, though. Like, Vic, like Vic it's, the appraiser, uh, yeah. really rolls nice. off Yeah, it does. Oh, beautiful. He, 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 Iconic. he, um, he, it seemed like he knew this was going to happen at some point. It seemed like he knew that he was involved with these people and like eventually he's going to catch a beating. It's like my time little, has like, come. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, with the, his little the, like the, the, acre man, thing or whatever. Is this man getting thrown on the roof? Like, oh, bro, that this man's never going to be the same much of that. And whatever CD was in there. I mean, it's yeah. not going to be the same. Disc mans are, don't fare well in the Sopranos when you're being chased down by mob guys. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely not. I, I know Phil Leotardo had uh, some comments about uh, Joanne Moltisanti's disc man and where he would shove it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yes. But uh, anyway, uh, so so Tony can't uh, get Carmine to budge. So this is when he decides to fly down to Miami to oh, meet baby. with the one and only Carmine Jr., uh, yes. a fan favorite, of course. Oh, yeah. Uh, you, you guys know who he was, who he was based off of? No. You guys know this? No. George W. Bush. Oh my God. I, it makes sense how you say that. All his malapropisms, like yep. his, his fucking line, uh, <laughs> when he was like, you know, fundamental question is, will I be as effective as my dad? Uh, 
Yeah. So yeah. I am. It's going to be hard to verify that. I think it'll be like whatever that line is. Like that was almost a direct quote from, from George W. Bush when he was on the campaign trail. <laughs> oh my God. It makes so much sense now that you say it. It's like, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, funny. he's he, his wardrobe, but like he's in cowboy boots sometimes, like cowboy yeah, yeah, yeah. shit. Uh, but yeah, he was the inspiration for uh, Carmine Jr. Oh, that's great. Little Carmine. Um, uh, I, uh, my family is, uh, has Miami beach, uh, roots and, uh, uh we went down, uh, every, uh, every winter break. And, uh, I, anytime Tony goes down there, like you could just feel like the, that, like Florida heat. Oh yeah. You know, that, that Florida yeah. breeze when they're sitting out there, like smoking cigars and shit, like really captures the essence. Yeah. They know how to shoot Florida, uh, and make it look very different than Jersey. <laughs> Yes. Um, well, he's but, really at, at the Fountain Blue, that last shot of the episode. We used to go there for brunch uh, on Sundays, oh, like as a family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a uh, very expensive hotel. <laughs> we, yeah, they've shot other did, movies there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We did not, uh, we did not stay there, uh, <laughs> but we, we went to brunch there a lot. And um, beautiful hotel. But yeah, that's the... I mean, his room didn't look that great. It's got the... <laughs> that's true. Got that red oh, light. You know, Went that down was last shot minute, Silver, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the in, yeah, yeah. The interior, the balcony sure. scene, especially in Silver. You know? Yeah, that's great. Yeah, it's green. The Silver Cup Studios that's overlooking really, the beautiful yeah. blue ocean of New Jersey. It's really the East River, but they just you know digitized <laughs> yeah. it. Right. Right. Um, but anyway, so he he brings little Carmine into the situation. Uh, classic introduction to a character. Um, we know little Carmine ends up being sort of a little more of a headache than. Uh, then, you know, somebody who fixes situations, even in, especially in, uh, subsequent seasons, whatever happened there. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, so, but we skipped some stuff with Tony and Melfi, um, which is important. Tony, uh, is done with therapy. He's not interested in finding out his pain and truth. He's a fat fucking crook from New Jersey. Uh, this comes right after Svetlana has like broken things off with him, which Tony is not used to. Uh, she calls him high maintenance. Uh, is Tony high maintenance? Yeah, sure, sure, definitely. Yeah, I like, mean, I guess. I mean, but I don't know. What's think, the definition like, of high maintenance? Well, t- well I mean, Tony's very that like comes with him, you know. Yeah, and he's very Every- self-involved and moody, and that's um, true. Yeah, you yeah, know, like- yeah. Uh, but he also. Uh, usually is with self-involved moody people. So I guess it's a, it's a yin and a yang. Right. Um, right. But uh, yeah, he's like, he's, he's not interested in, in exploring anymore. Do you think Tony's right to be frustrated with his therapy at this point? Well, Do you think he's getting a lot out of it? Well, eventually we find out that like therapy doesn't work on like sociopaths. Well, yeah. Like, <laughs> so, so I guess like maybe like, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like, he seems to have evolved as much as like that. This guy could evolve. Yeah. Like he he's explored like things about his childhood and like things about himself that you know nobody else could tell him except for Melfi. You know. Yeah. So I don't know, but it doesn't change his behavior. <laughs> you know. No, and and we know that it's made him a better criminal in certain right. lights. But uh, but yeah, I think at this point, like, when was the last time he had a we saw him have a panic attack. Um, I don't think we have this season. Maybe, maybe there's been like a moment where he almost had one or something, but I, think maybe. I don't think so. 
uh, maybe since season three. So like if he's, right. if he's kind of kicked the panic attacks, like what, what sort of use is it? He, 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 he can't talk about what's really like eating at him. He can't talk about like the Ralphie murder. He can't talk about fucking Tracy. Right. So like mm-hmm. that's useless to him there. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I think, and I also think it's a little bit like realistic. And I think that might be why the writers threw it in here. Like you, you people, I, I've never been to therapy. I, I mean, I probably should be, but, uh, <laughs> but people don't usually don't have lifelong therapists, right? Like you, you, you end relationships with therapists. You start up with new ones. You move on. Yeah, I think my, I, there there are definitely people that have been seeing the same therapist for like decades. But I think yeah, I, I think people do. But I, really, I think it's it's possible. But I think but I think it's more common to like see multiple people over time. Mm. I I think that or or for people to just be like fuck this and or and just stop, leave right. right? So yeah. <laughs> and right. that's more or less what he's doing. Um, yeah, that's definitely common for people to stop and start. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and David Chase, as we know, is pretty familiar with how therapy goes. So I think I think that, but also, you know, it might have been sort of like the writers like, what are we doing with Melfi's character? There was a lot of complaints about yeah. the season. Like her scenes just felt uh you know superfluous to whatever else is going on. I still I love every single that. one of them. I, but I, like I would agree with that though, that some of them seem superfluous this season. I feel sure. I find myself not really caring about them as much. And not right. really paying attention to him as much in this particular season. I will yeah. have to say. Yeah. Um, I agree. I mean, but I think they come back strong in season five with the whole yeah. Tony B oh, stuff. Yeah. And no, I still like else. it. So like I there's still, there's still yeah. good stuff to be mined there, but maybe there, the writers there, were just like, oh, I don't know. There, there, <laughs> no, I still stand the therapy scenes. But, oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I, I, I still stand it. Well, they're cook- <laughs> the, the two of them are cooking the best when there's like, maximum conflict between them sure. and there was just right. less conflict between them right this season. right right um and Which, then we come to know, this yeah. uh, you were gonna say some spells no okay <laughs> and then we come to the the, the no. final dream sequence here which which actually this is sort of more or less what the what the whole episode is re- uh remembered for um you know and we talked about it tony is as uh he's dressed like the sort of workman he's going up to his old house ralph is leading him there right like Mm -hmm. which sort of mirrors the the tony b trying to get him to go into the house in season 6b when he's in the coma yep you know somebody who he killed trying to get him inside that place uh very eerie very uh disturbing ominous yeah uh he doesn't speak any english he's like an italian immigrant and you know before he enters we see this looming sort of dark figure on the stairs I just associate Livia Soprano with stairs, you know, the, the fucking stair yeah. thing in her home. Like, yeah, you know, it's, yeah, it's pretty definitely. obvious who they're hinting that is. Was someone yeah. smoking marijuana? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so I guess, I guess, what do you, what did you guys take? Like, what is the point of that? Why end the episode that way? I mean, it's just like, you know, I guess if, we, if we're thinking about watching this, like from a, um, uh, you know, watching this in, 2002 whenever that or whenever it was yeah like it's just trying to sort of you know make you think like what the fuck is happening as we get to like the end of this season right you know like i think it's just maybe like and always playing with 
like someone's like gonna die or someone's mm-hmm. gonna get killed like i think what also does that in this episode is them being skeptical of paulie you know yeah, and then right. them sort of figuring it out and like you know as uh, a viewer who knows like oh they killed pussy like two seasons ago well are they gonna do that again is that that a possibility or like you know there's a brewing conflict with new york are they gonna get the the chance to like you know kill tony like who like no one knew where it was gonna go and i think that's sort of like just you know trying to trick you or like you know i don't know like make you i agree yeah yeah this is is where it's gonna go right I, I also think like on a on a deeper level, like this whole episode is about death. Like Janice says, like the death have nothing to say to us, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and we see um Tony struggling in his dreams with like people that are dead, people that um that someone he's yep. killed, um, someone who like still causes him um terrors and his mother and mm-hmm. and uh gloria yep. um and then also bobby like still dealing with his wife's death and yeah. like you know and healing from that so i think like it's just it's all just a combination of like um when people die like are they fucking gone or are spirits real like are True. like these yeah. messages that we get um through you know whatever the fucks things we see throughout the day our dreams like does it mean anything or are people just fucking dead and it's our what did, what does janice say to him like it's just like our um our uh like ego yeah like yeah, telling that... us that like the death are speaking to us right you know? right yeah i think you guys are both right and i and i yeah. i i think um the to, to end the episode this way with that like ominous female figure like in the stairway i think yes the writers were purposely like sort of leading us down the path of, okay, we know the season's ending. We know things are escalating between New York and New Jersey, Paulie and the crew, you know, Tony's dealing with Ralphie, all this shit, but all that stuff I feel like is they're red herrings because really the ultimate climax of the season doesn't become in a mob conflict. It comes with Tony and Carmela. Right. And so this, this looming sort of, and we don't realize it here. There's no way we could have the first time we watched it because we didn't know what was going to happen, but Mm-hmm. Looking at it now, it's like sort of a hint like, okay, Tony's worried about all this other shit with his mob life, but he needs to like make things right with Carmela or else shit is going to hit the fan really soon. And it does. Yep. So, yeah. Um, cool. Let's, uh, let's talk about Janice and Bobby. Fucking awful Janice Soprano. <laughs> Christ, man. Uh, so- yeah, this, this is like one of the pinnacle, like horrible, like Janice episodes of just like, probably the the horrendous right um starts with uh little sophia bobby was dropping her off or picking her up for soccer or whatever and she notices he's got a cake in the car uh and we see that he's burying the cake at karen's grave incredibly sad uh yes jesus christ uh just everything with food just all the symbolism of food and moving (laughs) on shit yeah um You guys, I've previously expressed my opinion on the ZD, but you guys, uh, you guys weren't having it. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, oh yeah. <laughs> um, Janice ultimately calls him on it. They're at the mall or whatever. This is that scene where he's like, "Oh, oh, I have mud on my shoes. Who the fuck are you? What's what's the name? Marge something? Oh yeah, Marge Heldenberger. So, so, yeah. so that's what I was looking up. I was like, from CSI. Yeah, but he like butchers the name. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. But I had no idea who he was talking about, and you know, I didn't oh, watch. Really? I didn't know. I, yeah, I know. I had no idea. I never knew. No, I didn't know. I just, like, I, I, just I know I just the... knew she was an actor. <laughs> I know who she is now that I looked it up, but also it was like I wasn't watching CSI back then. But of course, it was fucking no. huge. I knew yeah, it was yeah. huge. I do just do, do CSI like, yeah, fans she... even know that name? Like, yeah, I've no, never no, heard that name do. outside of Sopranos. I bet they do because it was definitely do, yeah. huge back then. Yeah, it was like her and the um, and the older guy with the glasses, like the two of them. Like they were like, I mean that that show. Like we didn't watch it, but no. people older than us, like that show was fucking massive. It was I huge. Mean, yeah, still is. Still, I mean, Bobby was clearly a fan. Still is. Yeah, those shows are still fucking huge. Um, yeah, that's crazy that those shows are still going today. Still going strong. Um. Is Marge Hergenberger or whatever her name is still on it? I don't know. Helgenberger? No, uh, I don't think so. <laughs> I, I seriously doubt it. No, no, um, she's on all she's on all rise. <laughs> <laughs> that show's still go. on so, different CBS. Right show. church, wrong pew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um Mush. hell yeah. I thought um, uh I thought the scene that scene was really good. Um I, I think it's one of the best shut the fuck ups <laughs> I've oh, heard God, on the show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, when he tells her to shut the fuck up, yeah, 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 it really is. He, it's like you know so what? real He's that, right. like, I, I, I could, <laughs> I could, if you told me like he just improvised that, I would believe that, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> yeah, he did, he did very well. Um, so obviously, Bobby is still in the throes of his, of his grief, he's not getting over it at all. In fact, it may be worsening. Um, then they're over the Sopranos house for, for dinner or whatever. And then we get this seance scene in, uh, in AJ's room with little Bobby and Sophia. This reminded me so much of just like going over your parents, friend's house. Oh yeah. And, like fucking getting sure. in trouble for like beating somebody up or fucking locking somebody in a closet or some shit. Yeah. Like Dude, yeah. so I familiar. Mean- I know that's so stupid. Like these, we talk about the kids writing, but this is so like, this is something that like has happened to like everybody, like, especially in, I feel, I don't know if it's an East coast thing. I don't know. It just feels like maybe because I grew up and I went over to my cousin's house on Staten Island and it was like, you know, like we'd always get into a fucking blow up fight. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. After not seeing each other for like ever, you know, like, yeah. Yeah, um, no, my shit had cousins punching each other. Over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like they'd like fuck up like some board game I had or something, and I'd be I had like complain to my parents like like right. No, and then the can the parents like come storming in the bedroom like what yeah, the fuck yeah, is yeah. going on? Right, and then like, they start fighting, like defending their kids. It's a mess. Yeah. It's, I, it's it's just a it's just such <laughs> right. a little slice of life that like yeah. the show didn't need, but it's just one of those things that just adds such uh, realism and color my, to the to the show. Uh, um, my favorite, I mean, we can keep talking about it, but my favorite line was, is little Bobby was like, want to know something? He locked me in the garage at the guy with the ponytails house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of so like, Hey, get this. Yeah. Hey, get, get this scoop. I'm about to rat on him. <laughs> Which we saw in, in the wait a few episodes ago, earlier this right. season. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, of course, little Bobby knows Furio is the guy with the ponytail. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> great writing um but this sort of like plants the idea that you know the kids are are disturbed by you know the supernatural and and all this shit and and that's and janice of course seizes the opportunity to exploit their fears um on aol instant messenger of all things (laughs) uh nothing good came from aol instant messenger well Um, i don't know i had a 
a couple of like interesting interactions. Uh, cyber sessions. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I bet yeah. you did. I, I bet you did. I definitely I repeat, nothing good some, like, has come from some girls in high school, you know, like got their screen and be like, Hey, what's up? What are you doing? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, of course. <laughs> when we, when girls when that I, I would never talk to, to their face. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. When, when I worked at uh, G4 with our, uh, me and Paul's friend, Kevin, um, uh, not I Spell's had, friend. Well, I, yeah, he's, <laughs> uh, no. our, our, sorry. Well, your childhood friend, Paul. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, we worked at G4 together and like, they were like, our boss was like, oh yeah. Like when I started, they're like, oh yeah, we, we use, um, we use aim here, uh, to like interact with each other. And so I was like, had to like log into my old account. And I was like, uh, I, I guess I, obviously, I guess I could have created a new one, but I was like, yeah, I'll just use my old one. And like, so beauty, the dog, D, D, sex, was, but, <laughs> sex, butt for you. It was Dino's 84. <laughs> Dude. And you have the gall to critique our fucking internet uh usernames weekly hey hey I was, I, was, I was told by one of my favorite uh, professors in college we often hate in other people what we hate in ourselves so you know <laughs> oh yeah that's definitely true with you sounds, yeah. sounds straight <laughs> yeah. out of milton's mouth man <laughs> yeah I just my my screen name, loud juice my scream name was atomic funk with a k oh fuck instead of a c <laughs> Still is on ESPN when we do our break. I know, I know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Janice is, is Vlad six six six, and she uh, I am so little Bobby, telling them to look into in a drawer that she like planted a Ouija board in. Yep. Which I'm not really sure how that doesn't come back to Janice. Like, did they right. have the Ouija board? Like, who? What fucking? How would that Ouija board have gotten there? Anyway. Well, but. Didn't Bobby say they used to, think... he used to use it or like? Did he? I don't know. No yeah, one's going to think that she I am'd him. That's for sure. Yeah, it's so fucked up. I that, am? Like, what yeah, the it... fuck is an I am? <laughs> Aim. Log off. That cookie Log shit off. makes me nervous. Um, you know she encourages. So she knows that this is going to upset the children. Bobby's going to be overwhelmed. She's waiting by the with the phone in her lap for for the call. <laughs> Smoking a J. Yeah, she gets it. <laughs> doing uh, housework. Course. Sorry, doing housework. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, and then she gets called over, and and ultimately, you know, whether he likes it or not, she she uh, forces his hand in in eating the last frozen baked Z of his dead wife, and and you know that's it. She sort of has uh, become Bobby's new woman in that moment um yeah she sort of expedites his healing process yeah and so <laughs> I, mean, that, and I, I i i love that shot of him eating the eating the ziti and yeah, he's just, oh, yeah. that that, and, and that he, is an affecting moment that is and he's just and he's just relishing it so much yeah i mean I, it's it's a yeah. it's so well directed would you uh would you guys eat that or would you just throw it away <laughs> oh my god you gotta I eat, eat it. it hey come you on gotta have a bite at least I don't know. <laughs> you got a bite at least. So. I mean, I would like, take a bite. I would <laughs> take a bite. See if I cry. If I don't, I'll eat the whole thing. If I do, I'll throw it out. It'll stay. Um, I mean, how long has it been since she cooked it? A few months. No, 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 no. That's not what I. That's not what I meant. I meant oh, like, you're saying would, you, for, would like, you because of sentimental reasons, like you would rather yeah, just would get you, rid of it. Yeah. Would you? Would you like 
would you eat that whole thing like no, no, or no, like no. you know you, you save it or like save a little bit do not waste you do not waste the ziti yeah i know no yeah. well yeah but like no i'm saying like if it was a loved one that passed away and it was the last thing that they cooked like i don't know is it like i don't know i guess it depends on your level of like grief really but right um true you're so you're saying is it, that is it he something it, i don't know just had a few bites and put it back no, no, I'm saying is it is it weirder? Like is it is it is it weirder to do that? You know? Like is it is it to like wouldn't it? you would you just or eat I it. mean no, maybe maybe keeping it is like is like makes more sense. Is it weirder to eat or just like or just like just keep it in keep, the freezer keep, forever? Keep, keep or throw away. Yeah. Yeah. I I feel like you would feel bad to throw it out. I mean, she went I, through I the yeah. trouble of I, I making throw it. that out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she would want you to eat it, right? Yeah. That's how you. That's how you have to look. But at it. it's like, can right. you do? Would you be able to do it? Is it too much? You know what I mean? Well, that's that's the whole. Conflict I don't think Bobby ever has any trouble, any qualms uh, shoveling ziti into his mouth. <laughs> well, so. that's for sure. That's for sure. See, that's what I think. Like maybe maybe another person would just throw it away. Either yeah. keep it or throw it True. away. I don't know. I don't know if they would eat it. But anyway. or in his, or in his case, bury it at her grave. <laughs> right, right. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um so so my question though for you guys is you know what was what Janice did overall a good thing for Bobby? Did this did it help him move on with his grief? Yeah. I I, I mean, are we talking about for the rest of the series? Well, no, cuz we know we know where it leads, but yeah, but cuz I was going to say cuz this is like the beginning of the end for him cuz he yeah. gets killed because he's his fucking brother-in-law. Right, right. Um Yes, we know that. But in this moment, you know, because because Bobby may Bobby even said like earlier in the episode, like, you know, if it wasn't for the kids, I'd be with you, you know, at right. his wife's grave. Like he was contemplating suicide. Yeah, um, I think so I think he in needed terms to of getting on. I'm getting over his wife. Yes, it, it, yeah. it is. Yes. A good thing. She did and, a good thing for him. And he does seem to be happy married to her. You know, like as he has yeah. another he has another child. He likes the Spitfire types, as he's revealed before. Yeah. Although she seems like uh, way more Spitfire than uh, Karen was. But, yeah. yeah. But, There's a difference uh, between Spitfire and like Satan. Fucking, she murdered her last fiance. So <laughs> yeah, right, 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 right. Shot right. him in the chest at dinner while he was eating ziti. So uh, <laughs> yeah, alarming. Um, yeah, and then so I mean. That's, I think it's a good thing for both of them. Like he's like the the best guy she's fucking been with. You know, I think for it. Sure. For I sure. think it. <laughs> I, I think obviously we know what happens to Bobby, but like, I think like once they're together and and he has moved on more, like it does seem to be a like a good thing for for both of them. Yeah, you know? yeah, agreed. Her motives aside, I don't think that's right. what she had in mind. I think she's. I think that's just the way she operates. It's all for her. She's thinking about you know, her situation, but, uh, but she's putting the face on that. She's helping somebody move past their grief. Uh, oh my God. When, still when he, when, when he's in bed crying and like, she's bringing up how much she spent on the fucking Outback. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, talking God, about Janice. Outback stock price. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Outback. I'm like, whoa. Uh, no, but but she's right though. You know, like yeah. I don't know what they do to the mushrooms. I don't know what they do uh, to the steak. Delicious. Really, like Outback is Outback Outback's is not great, bad. man. Hey, it's and, okay. um, the wings, and fr- the wings, and yeah, the clam friend chowder. Of, friend of the pod, John Gabris can go off on oh. the wings any day. Uh, oh, it's fantastic! This is how and of me course, and John, like John Gabris the, knew we were friends. We bonded <laughs> over the wings. Outback and the, wings. <laughs> let's be honest. Like the blooming onion is probably like the greatest. Like. 
uh, chain app. like app of all time. It's like so fucking fantastic. Yeah, it's funny. So, I'm not a fan of that. That's the one thing I don't like. But what? I get, I get it. Oh, you're crazy. Well, it, it, if if it sits, it's no good. It, if yeah, it gets like yeah. soggy, it's a little. Uh, yeah, but Hackoff's wedding. We we definitely got to record a podcast. We got to record a podcast uh, at Outback. At Outback and <laughs> set up yeah. set up the microphones. Just so loud. <laughs> hey fans, if you want to hear an episode live from the Outback, let us know. Yeah. Send us money because we're not paying for it. You guys, are. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I mean, and that's that episode. Um, good app, great outback yeah. references for uh, sure. Did I, did I, I miss uh, anything? Anything else you guys wanted to hit on? Nah, nah, nah. I mean, there was some stuff with Paulie and Johnny where 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 Johnny's talking about there might need to be like a change in leadership, and and Paulie sort of uh, Paulie seems to be boss. Yeah, yeah. Paulie seems okay with it. I love that Paulie like refuses to head up ralphie's crew but he's totally cool with being the boss of the entire like fucking operation yeah yeah, yeah. it's just another uh, that's just another tease yeah right yeah, right no. and just shows like no fucking loyalty he's johnny is talking yeah. about oh, taking yeah. out tony <laughs> yeah yeah awful come on awful yeah. yeah um all right and that's that's the episode yeah good up uh, good up good, like good, uh, good up you know, I know it's not, uh, you know, one of the uh, the thrill the, the thrillers of the yeah. season, but uh, nah, good, good. There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed, and that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com slash blue wire sports offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at indeed.com slash blue wire sports. That's indeed.com slash blue wire sports and support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash blue wire sports terms and conditions apply. Need to hire you need indeed. Um, move on to fucking internet. Fucking internet. Let's do it. Fucking Let's internet. do it. Not a lot of great stuff, but uh, I mean, it's all great. Keep listening. Keep listening. Yeah. Hey, uh, this is there actually is some some uh, good stuff. But uh, this one from user important post nine 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 seven. Uh, was Karen's ghost the one moving Jan's wine glass and calling all cars? Uh, I've never heard about this or noticed before, but I was watching the Calling All Cars episode and Jan's wine glass moves by itself. WTF? Was that Karen moving her glass while her and Bobby ate? So creepy. Anyone else notice this? Have you guys seen this? No. no? I didn't notice what? That at all. I bring what? this up because there were so many Did you so go back and look at this? Yes. There's so many posts about this. People asking about this wine glass movie. And it's in the scene where they're eating the last ziti and, uh-huh. uh, you know, Bobby takes his first bite and and janice sits down to eat with him and she has her hand on the wine glass or no she has her hand on like the fork or whatever and the wine glass moves by itself on the table slightly in two different directions no one's hitting the table no so it's like 
I tend to think it had to be some production thing, like some like or I don't know what. Like I can't really explain it. Um, but people really do believe that this was like them, like Ch- David Chase fucking. This is people. purposeful. <laughs> right. I doubt it. I don't Seriously, know. I, ha- I have to that. go back and watch it. But... Yeah. yeah, go back I and watch see it. it. Yeah, but um, like, I, I, it doesn't seem like David Chase's style. Yeah, I mean, he maybe, does uh, flirt with like the maybe, supernatural. Hey, don't get me wrong, but maybe it's Tim Van Patten. Maybe, uh, maybe he's a big spirit guy, and he was like, <laughs> "We're sneaking this in." Van Patten's big, uh, Patten. big spirit head. Dude, yeah, it's like I thought pre-Game you know, of Thrones. I, I, I I'll say this though the the fucking internet the Reddit threads they surprised me on how much they fucking watched the show like because yeah, I like, thought we saw stuff no, but man, they're what? like uh yeah no I saw the grips fucking shoelace uh, <laughs> well that's because we're they were dollying we, the camera like we get excited mind, we get excited because we're like oh dude when they were like in front of that Models these people are like looking for like deeper like like right. yeah. and things. Right. Uh, yeah. The wine glass does move, but I don't know what it is. I th- I want to say it's a production thing somehow. It's but, it's got to yeah. be like the Starbucks cup in Game of Thrones. Or yeah, something. yeah, that's a, that's a good call. Um, this one from user leading lock uh, Tony setting up a meeting with little Carmine talks to be- talks to Beansy on the phone. Beansy explains that his stepdaughter and her friends will be there, so he'll have to bring them along. Tony says good. Then at dinner, there are some obvious floozies there. So was Beansy speaking in code saying, I'll have some hooahs for you here? Surely his stepdaughter and her friends weren't prostitutes. But we didn't talk about Beansy's scene uh, here, so we could talk about that. But but yeah, yeah. Do, do you guys understand the question? Like, are those people? Was, he... was that code? Right, yeah. Uh, um, I have no idea. I, I don't know. Yes, we, we don't know either way. It doesn't matter. I don't think I don't think that was his stepdaughter at, at dinner. Um, no, no, it might have been a different dinner that he was referencing, and then right. he went out with the the floozies right. afterwards. I don't think he needs. I don't think he needs to make code for you know yeah. for that. Well, my uh, right. What is Beansy's like business down there? Is like, who the fuck knows? <laughs> Good point. It does he does he run prostitutes? Maybe he does. Well, he does. Well, you know, open up some uh, pizza uh, and Cuban sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he owns one of the David's yeah. cafes down there. Media noche preparada. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I would imagine that he probably just invested some of his money down there yeah. uh, from from the pizza place because yeah. he. I mean, it seems like he's like kind of like half retired, right? Right. Like, he's just kind yeah, of retired. I think. I think. Tony set him up with a good good package too uh after what Richie pulled on him. So he's on an Italian disability. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Beansy's overseeing some of his, some of Tony's mm, money down mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. Um this one from user 315 mm-hmm, fruit barrels. Nice. Okay. Tono. I love it. What in the hell is little Carmine talking about with Tony? Uh, convo is about Johnny Sack between them and the appraiser they both shared. Little Carmine says, I'm reminded of Louis the whatever's finance minister, the something. He built a chateau. <laughs> Nicole and I saw it when we were in Paris. It even outshone Versailles, where the king lived. In the end, uh, Louis so clapped good. him in irons. Uh, do you guys know what he's getting at here? 
I mean, King Louis, Louis right? Yeah, Louis the Sixteenth. Louis the Sixteenth created the Palace of Versailles. Right. Which sure. I mean, if he went to the Palace of Versailles, they must have been saying Versailles all the whole time. <laughs> yeah, not Versailles. Um, not a big which listener. is a fucking amazing, awesome place. Actually, yes. Anyway. Um, um, uh, Never been. Yeah. Maybe that, another and, life. you know, it's probably duh. He was saying duh something like, you know, that duh. was that means of. Yeah. So like, <laughs> you know, Louis duh or his like, you know, something duh of the, right. you know, town or whatever. Right. 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 But the point I'm, to I'm his doing story... Duolingo French. I'm just doing, <laughs> oh, shit, I just wanted maybe. to tell everybody that, you know, I know uh, beaucoup de Français. Um, oh, play bien, I'm doing, play bien. I'm doing more Duolingo just to, you know, really get my... Uh, French down. We gotta get. I just uh, wanna let everybody know. Really get my get my French down. Gotta get Johnny the Nuts cu- <laughs> French cousin up to write a write a scene. Oh yeah, we we. Um, I think the point he was ma- trying to make with that story was was that the whatever minister ended up like made a palace greater than the king's, and then the king fucking took revenge and shackled him. And I think he was saying that about like Johnny getting a little trying to be profound. Greedy. Yeah, uh, and Car- yeah. Carmine Senior perhaps uh, spotting that, and that would spell trouble for Johnny. But uh, yeah, he's an idiot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, this one from Tom Rojic CSC uh, on my first rewatch of the show, and holy shit, Tony's second dream sequence in this episode is creepy as hell. Uh, the creaking noises, the crickets, the demon slash Livia. He he calls her Lydia. Come on, Tom. Come, Come on, on, bro. Uh, on the staircase. This ain't Beetlejuice, dude. This ain't Beetlejuice. Fuck. <laughs> uh, hey, that scene was, if there was a scene in Sopranos out of Beetlejuice, it might have been that. But um, uh, he, his question is, any other particular scary moments in the show you can remember? Any, any scary moments that you guys, uh, that come to mind for you guys? Anything unsettling? Um, um, spooky, like spooky like that. Yeah. Uh, the, like the the like I mean Lou DiMaggio and those fucking people. That's oh my god, yeah. That's yeah. funny though. That's I out mean, of a horror. I mean, movie. I guess so. I guess a little bit. Um, I think it's mostly funny because of the fucking guy who's like, "Hey, my name's Chris too." Like that fucking guy. But like, <laughs> it's my birthday too. Yeah, it's yeah. my birthday too. But like those uh, people are all fucking like cataracts. Yeah. Uh, like very unsettling. Very unsettling. I guess it's uns- yeah, it's definitely unsettling, that's for sure. Yeah, um, yeah I think yeah, I think okay, I I go with that. Anything eerie, creepy. I, I would I don't say, know when AJ um, when AJ's like grandma. Oh uh, yeah, that's a, that's <laughs> oh, kind of scary. Sure. It's creepy. Is, I don't know. Spooky. Is his grandma haunting? Um, um uh, the, when uh, Polly sees the uh, uh the Virgin Mary at the Bing. That that's scared oh, the yeah. shit out of me. It, because yeah, they do that scary, like yeah. fucking cut where it's like just a like like they they played like some weird like fucking electronic reverb music super yeah, loud yeah in the moment yeah. it just like makes you jump but also even if they didn't you're seeing a floating woman on on the stage at the bang it was pretty creepy yeah. um what's his name like uh in little italy like who ends up like getting his teeth kicked in who's like who who's like you got a little cream on your face tomato oh that, yeah that always creeped me out Oh yeah, he's a real creepy guy. I mean, there's a lot of I mean, there's a lot, shit of, like a lot that, of creepy so. shit. Yeah, a lot of creepy <laughs> shit. Uh, I, yeah, I would say the most like one of the most scary like parts is when uh, like Tony kills Bevilacqua. I think very, that's like one of yeah. the one of the scarier like Tony moments. 
Yeah, I agree. That I mean, that's just brutal to watch. I mean, oh, there's really tough moments to watch of violence and stuff, but like sure. shit like this feels a little different. Like when it's just like, it feels like it's out of a horror movie. Yeah, um, like different tone. I would even say in the coma dream at the very end of of the coma dream when when Tony B is trying to get Tony or Kevin Finnerty to give him the briefcase, which symbolizes yeah. like his life. Like that's that always creeped me out. Like he's trying to get him. The man who Tony murdered is trying to get him into this house, which is like maybe hell. We don't know. Like, you know, he's trying to rip it out of his hands. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, that always sort of skewed me out. But uh, this one from this is not about this episode. This is more of a whole series thing. Okay. User affectionate joke 560. Which Sopranos character gave the best oral? Janice, Vito, what? Junior? The one time Carmela gave Tony a blowjob on his birthday. What do you guys think? <laughs> what? There's a lot of characters giving each other oral, man. What? Vito Jr. We know gives world class head. <laughs> Dude, true. come on. Um. Ah. Uh, I know, mean, not- this is the this is the question where you guys are putting your foot down. <clears throat> oh, it's just it's so like unexpected. I like. <laughs> I mean, Junior. I guess say Junior because you know he's been. Be- around- it's gotta He's be been around the block. Yeah, it's gotta it's gotta be someone also that who like does it regularly. Like it can't be Carm if she does it once a year. Then right. Yeah. Um, would, uh, we don't know how often Vito does it. Right. <laughs> I'm probably off. And you know it's not good even if he does do it often. Come on, man. Wait, no, wait, like, wait, Janet. Wait, Janice. Janice does it. I, I, yeah, I Janice was one. Of the, I mean, yeah. Where I mean, did she? Where did, did, it, did she there reference? A scene with her? No, I don't think we. No, I don't think there's a scene where we see it. She might have referenced I think it. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I no, mean, we see her having sex, but we don't see her like going yeah. down on anyone. Yeah. Uh, I mean, she she's like pretty free sexually. It seems like so, like 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 open minded. So I don't know. Maybe like I don't know. Uncle June's probably the answer. <laughs> yeah, it's Uncle June. That's why he was so. You know, he just really didn't want it to get out because he knew it. He knew it had the chance to because he was so good at it. Right. True. True. Right. So there's your answer. Uh, that's the definitive answer. <laughs> yeah. Definitive. Um, uh, and what else we got here? I don't know. You tell us. I don't know. <laughs> should we end on that? I think yeah, we should probably. end on that. We yeah, probably. We probably should. There's nothing better than that. All right. <laughs> yeah. Uncle June gives the best head. Uh <laughs> As always, uh, thanks for listening. You can hit us up with your questions, comments, concerns, things you like, things you don't like uh, at osopranospod at gmail.com. Give us a follow on the socials at osopranospod on Instagram and Twitter. Give us a five-star review on iTunes. Even if you fucking hate this shit, hey, just do us a solid. Be like, yo, you guys suck, and then uh, give us five stars because come on. Hey, we're out here. We're grinding. We're just, you know, we're doing this pod for you guys. So, exactly. uh, I mean, you know, just show us some love, even if you don't want to. Sometimes it feels good to show love to people you don't like. So, True. you know, I, I've never done it myself, but I mean, you <laughs> know, I, I plan on it. I know I plan on doing it to me. So, <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> Until next week. Oh! Oh! Welcome to BreezeLine, where next-level internet speeds means next-level productivity. Whether it's back to school, back to work, or back to reality, don't let slow internet slow you down. 
Instead, choose BreezeLine and go boss mode with next-level internet and faster speeds backed by a fiber-powered network so you can level up your day and champion every quest. Now that's BreezeLine. Terms and conditions apply. Go to BreezeLine.com to learn more.